Welcome back, everybody. This episode of the Golf Guide podcast is brought to you by GolfGuide.net. Save 20 to 70% on greens fees by visiting GolfGuide.net and save an extra 10% on all purchases of $50 or more by using the promo code GGPODCAST when you check out. That's GolfGuide.net. Find the golf you need. Welcome to the uh, you know Synergy Media headquarters, home of the Golf Guide podcast. It's really nice to have both of you guys here. Um, Fantastic yeah. facility, Kyle. Just, just a couple of Sonoma County golf enthusiasts that Pleasure I've got in this to be room. Here, man. Yeah, I got my buddy Brad, my other buddy Mark. Um, yeah, so this is kind of sweet. We get to talk about our favorite public golf courses in Sonoma County. Well, yeah. you guys get to talk about your favorite public courses while I get to give you the official Golf Guide rankings of the most fun public golf courses in the county of sonoma that's just your opinion man the trump list (laughs) so i'm just going to disclose this to everybody this is a very scientific list the golf guide has put together there was no subjectivity at all uh taken into account when comprising this list i mean this thing is done by the books by the numbers so what we're giving you is really you know if you believe in science you believe in these rankings, which means about 48% of the uh, American population will give no credence to these rankings whatsoever. So that's <laughs> right, good. Right, right, right. It's very, very good. Science? So, what is that? Yeah. Well, before we start, how are you guys feeling right now? How, how's your guys' golf games? I mean, we played a little bit yesterday. You guys both look pretty good. I you played know? better barefoot. Yeah. That's one thing I've always wondered. Like, why do people have such a problem with like people playing barefoot? You're not going to fuck up I'll anything. All natural. Honestly, I think it would cause less... Like it's a less of an impact on the greens if like you know, the balls of your feet maybe like but that heals itself. That's like way less damaging than cleats, right? Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Although I've noticed that when I go back and forth, that little like two millimeter change in my height, Rick kind of fucks with my golf swing. Yeah, you get over it. I well, <laughs> you got to adapt <laughs> if, or die. If you were if you were mentally strong, yeah. But I'm I'm fragile. I'm I'm I'm, I'm weak. I'm in between the ears. It, I'm yeah, my own worst enemy. Really, I really can't do it. Stinks. I gotta wear shoes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen your feet, so it's a good thing. <laughs> These things are fucking gross. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we jump into uh, the top ten public courses in Sonoma County, um, I just want to go over kind of how we arrived. Um, at these rankings, at least from the golf guide standpoint, these two guys are going to give their their takes and their opinions on their favorite courses, as well as we kind of go through the list a little bit, but. Uh, um, I, w- I figured it'd be good of me to share the kind of methodology that we use to arrive at the rankings. And um, the most important thing when ranking these golf courses is fun. Would, would you guys agree? Is, is there any absolutely? Is there any barometer that would be more important Otherwise, for what's you? The point? Yeah, yeah what, definitely. Like it's, it's got to be fun. Um, like so, I mean, unless you play golf for a living, the number one priority that you have when you go to a golf course is you want it to be fun. And um, the way that I judge that is. When you finish playing, when you f- knock in your last putt on the 18th green, do you immediately want to walk back to the first tee? I mean, assuming that, assuming that you don't have shit to go do. Like, if you had nothing to do that day. Maybe a quick stop at yeah, 19. But yeah, I mean, does does the course make you want to just want to head back out and play it again? That That's kind of how I judge whether, uh, I don't know. Is there any other way that you would judge whether a course is fun or not? No. <laughs> no. No, I mean, conditions are a key factor for me well do, uh, conditions could be a separate thing or may are they part of the f- the fun well no first is fun but i would say conditions are 
you know, probably the second most important thing for me. Mm-hmm. Cart girl frequency. Cart girl <laughs> frequency is. What about cart dude frequency? How do, what are your thoughts on cart dudes? Yeah, don't not like it. allowed. Okay, well. not gonna likely tip. Okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> I know somebody like brought up a really sweet joke to me. It's pretty awesome how like when a cute cart girl comes by, you'll tip her five bucks on like a five dollar drink. And then you go to the 19th hole and you buy a round for like your entire crew and like tip the Four guy bucks. two bucks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So other than the fun factor, the other two biggest things that we use to judge the courses are variety and walkability. Variety means, um, you know, is there a good mix of short and long holes? Am I using a different club on all of the par threes? You know, like I said, is there some good short par fours? Is there a really nice, like strong, you know, par four and a half that you got to get two good shots to get on into? I mean, how much variety and different, you know, looks are you getting throughout the round? Sure. I mean, do you get do you use every club in your bag? If you do, I think that's that's definitely a good thing. Unless you're really trying to avoid hitting certain clubs in your bag in which case <laughs> do your back a favor and take them out of, just take right. them out. Just leave them in the trunk. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, for walkability that seems pretty self explanatory. However, walkable doesn't mean flat. True shouldn't yeah walkable does not mean that it's a flat golf course that means like are the next tees close to the greens mm-hmm. you know is you know are you, anyway figure that out if you can't figure that out stop listening all right <laughs> um all right well i'm just going to start right off i'll go through here's what i'm going to do i'm going to start at 10 and go up to one mm-hmm. i'll uh each time i say one we can talk talk it over tell me what your thoughts are maybe let me know whether or not you won't you would have it higher or lower and we can go back golf on whatever tangents and you know Talk over ourselves all we want, you know. This is our podcast, so right. You yeah, don't for like all of it. you, uh, for all of Just you listening, turn it off. you're spectators. Hell you know? yeah! All right, number ten, one near and dear to my friend Bradley's heart, Rooster Run Golf Club in Petaluma, California. You got a look on your face, uh, Brad. So don't say this is your number ten. This is number ten. Oh, way higher for me. Way higher for yeah, you. Yeah. Well, my list is completely subjective. I mean, oh. I used to work at Rooster, mm-hmm. but just the variety walkability maybe not so maybe that's you know low because i almost always take a cart there mm-hmm. but just variety of the holes par threes you know you're using a different club every time mm-hmm. conditions are always great mm-hmm. and i just have a ton of fun there interesting so tell me why it's ranked so low <laughs> well i mean we can let marcus go here first. Oh, i would think the wind would be the the biggest variability yeah, but, I mean, uh, the wind out there sucks. Really, at least from the golf guys standpoint, from you know the five different people that we had put the list together, um, the initial list, the one thing that Rooster seemed to lack among for all all of us um, was not the walkability and was not the variety. No, just nobody thinks it's very much fun. Everybody just thought it just wasn't a fun golf course. I mean, the front nine, which used to be the back, you just go on a straight line out and then a straight line right back without a bounds on the left-hand side the entire way. So there's not really any variety because you're just playing, kind of playing the same hole with a very distance for nine straight holes. Mm-hmm. And then the back nine, which used to be the front nine, that actually I think is a pretty solid nine holes. But really that out and back nine, pretty much I, I think, at least from our standpoint. Now, that's the good news. For you and a lot of people, they'd have it way higher because the fun is the subjective part of, yeah, uh, of the ranking. I'm biased. Yeah. Because I would prefer it to be switched back to how it was originally designed. Yeah. Because 7, 8, 9, which used to be 16, 17, 18, is like one of the hardest 
three whole strings of golf. And that is, we call it the cock trap. Yeah, in Petaluma, because it, it when sucks. you gotta hit driver off a of number eight. It most certainly yeah. Is, I mean, the wind it uh, most it, certainly it, it, is a cock. Trap. It blows, but it is what it is. You know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't disagree. Here's one thing that was weird to me: how many dog legs does Rooster Run have in eighteen holes? How many dog legs are there on that golf course? You're right. Not that many. There's two dog legs on the entire golf course, and for nine straight holes, you're playing something without OB left, which just, I don't know, it's just, the I guess the variety on that part in terms of just not being able to mix up directions, and, and I don't know. The fun factor, I think, is what's lacking. However, it is always in pretty good shape, you know, very, very good shape, and um, it is walkable. And so, you know, I, the walk in between the nines is a little is a little beefy. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, ever since they closed down the actual, like, restaurant clubhouse, you know, mm. the, the clubhouse is basically the pro shop, which when they closed the restaurant, they had to flip the nines because of people getting food at the turn and everything. Okay. Um, but I, I just have a great time there. Um, I'm biased, but That's it made okay. number five for me. Number five. Oh, so yeah. you got it way higher, Marcus. What did I don't a little know. bit in between about number seven? He about number seven for you. Okay, that, that's fair enough. Well, let's jump to number nine. At number nine on the golf guide list of the most fun golf courses available to the public in Sonoma County is the East Course at Oakmont. How do you, where, where do you guys stand on the Oak, on the East Course at Oakmont? I didn't even rank it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I, what the fuck? <laughs> Way to do your homework, bro. (laughs) (laughs) You know, to be honest, Oakmont and Foxtel were just one thing, and I just chose the West and the North, respectively. So I see. Okay, I had it at number nine, but uh, a little tied with Taman Park. Mm, mm, Interesting. Two great executive courses, very kind of hidden gems, not not well known. Well, I I would argue that Taman, and we'll get to Taman because we've yet to hit it on the golf guide list. Um, Taman's not really even an executive course. That's like a, f- I mean, it's not True. long, but yeah. it's it's technically a regulation nine. I mean, they got par five. They got a par five out there, which is actually got one of the more intense and like intimidating tee shots in the entire county. But we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, Oakmont East. I think it's the only true like eighteen hole executive course in Sonoma County. Is it not? No. So it, yeah, it, you're yeah, right. It fits a nice Absolutely. niche. Yeah, it fits a nice niche here. Uh, if you're just trying to go out and play eighteen holes that are not the same nine twice, and you want to get it done in three hours or less, it's a good spot to go. Sure. It's always in decent enough shape. I mean, Kepper Sports manages it. They keep it in, you know, yeah, good shape. Yeah, I would recommend any beginner go out there, and or even anybody that just wants a quick round, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it it's up there for me. I just didn't include it in my list. That's fair. That's fair. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to jump right to number eight then. We're, we're just going to really get it going because there's going to be a little more debate to be had later in this podcast. Um, at number seven, or sorry, number eight, we're going to stay right in the same subdivision, and we have the West Course at Oakmont at number eight in Sonoma County. So we actually were just out there yesterday, and I had a, I had a really nice time. It, I think it's, a, it's not so much a slap to Oakmont as it's a testament to the strength of the Sonoma County golf scene that a golf course that solid could only be number eight. Um, what, are, what are your general thoughts on Oakmont? I mean, if you told me yesterday, don't worry about it. You can repeat yourself. But as as a golf course, what are your thoughts on the West Course at Oakmont? I think it's a great track. Yeah. It, uh, 
it's always in usually relatively great shape. Yeah. Um, you're never really waiting too long out there. It doesn't seem like it's overly crowded all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great time. Yeah. yeah. I preferred to tee off number one naturally, but, you know. I think starting off we'll on start yeah. the course yeah. natural we have to. number one is big. Starting on the back nine. Yeah, is, I, is I don't like no. hitting a three wood right off That's the tee. That's something you know? I said yesterday. Yeah, starting off on number one is preferred, but I like Oakmont. It's number seven for me, so it's pretty close to what we're talking about mm-hmm. here. But yeah. uh, conditions wise, it's usually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pace of play is usually pretty good. So, little caveat. I'm going to uh, remind you of this. For these rankings, we did them all under the assumption that the course was in its best shape. Sure. Okay. You know, we're not like, you know, hey, we graded like, you know, number 10 because the conditions were really good the day that we were all there mm-hmm. and it was shit at this other place. That it so we're just assuming that if every course is in its best shape. Yeah, now, that's Each fair. course's best shape also varies, but... Right, right, yeah, right. So, um, yeah. I like th- the variety th- there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's got more dog legs, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, some really severe... Uh, greens, you know, have undulation to them, which is always fun. Is that why uh, we missed all those butts yesterday? <laughs> well, <Probably>. they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't rolling that consistent, but uh, that's just because they punched. Mm-hmm. But uh, in general, yeah, I like Oakmont. I thought it was a little odd, um, and I kind of remember thinking something similar, but it really, you know, it, it was more clear yesterday when I played it again, and that is. I wish there was more variety in terms of the par fours out there because I don't know if you really noticed it, but it seemed to me like I had the same two or three clubs into every single par four because every par four out there is between 350 and 400 yards. There's no like truly like short par fours that maybe you can reach. There's no reachable uh, par fours. Right, you're hitting there's gap no, wedges. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's no super green. like. There's definitely a couple par fives out there that you can't reach into, or it would be really really tough to reach into. But there's no like long like lengthy par fives and there is one short par five that is pretty easy to hit into if you're a man right <laughs> mark got fucked by the tree though it happens yeah, yeah. you win some you lose some yeah but i mean you but know, I, I agree with that i, I do I mean, like all, all the par threes are pretty varied in distance I, I know i didn't hit the same club on any of the par threes yesterday which is a nice little touch um and it, again, it's in pretty good shape. And again, it's more of a testament to how strong the golf is around here. That's number seven, more so than that's a you know a shit yeah. golf course because it's nice. Right, it is. I think my one caveat to them is they don't move the tee boxes enough. I think the the yeah. tee markers need some a little bit a little bit more variation. I agree. I think that would that would do a just lot. Just in terms of course. like length, you want to see like angles kind of varied length up and up. angles. Absolutely, yeah. they got enough real estate to do it. Totally. No, yeah. I, I could not agree more. Um, all right, awesome. Let's jump to number seven. Uh, so at number 10, we had Rooster Run, number 9, Oakmont East, number 8, Oakmont West, number 7, the North Course at Foxtail Golf Club. All right, Foxtail, one of two 18-hole courses on that property in Roner Park, California. I'm just going to tell you right now, the South Course <laughs> did not make the cut. <laughs> mm, I wonder why. I'm not surprised. The South didn't course make my cut either. It <laughs> did not make the cut. So let me ask you guys, what, what, I know you guys both like to play Foxdale a, a decent amount, but but what do you guys? If someone just asks you, what do you think about North? Or what do you think about golf? Wow, farting on my own <laughs> mouth right now. If someone asks you, what do you think about Foxdale? What do you tell them? I just tell them that there's only one course, the North Course. Yeah, okay, fair, fair yeah. enough. Bradley, that's agreed. I mean, same thing. Like, it's number seven for me, so or it's number eight for me. So I would okay. 
you know, could flip-flop Oakmont West and Foxtel North any other day. Mm-hmm. I'd probably play it uh, same amount mm-hmm. um, pretty regularly. Okay. But, yeah, I, I like it in terms of variety. Uh, it's It's got a lot of different types of holes. Um, it's got a cool design to it. Mm-hmm. Ideally, the casino would buy it redo it and you know kind of make it a little more a little nicer yeah well and that being said like it's decently nice if you're not in a sand trap absolutely yeah, yeah. put some sand in the bunkers that's all I'm really asking. like honestly if they just well, put some put some actual sand not gravel right if they put some actual sand in those bunkers um, I'll bet you that probably would have shot the shot it up the rankings a little bit because that's really like the biggest flaw with that golf course that they do. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's gravel. It's it's it's. Yep. I'm gonna damage my club if I go in there. So. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I mean, for real, the the bunkers are a bad scene out there. But uh, I mean, other than that, there's actually got some pretty some pretty good fun holes out there. The bunkering is actually, I mean, at least like the style and like the placement of the bunkering. They got some good cross bunkering. Um, I don't know. I, I I generally really enjoy my myself when I. I got think Fox consistently, its shape is is one of the best in Sonoma County, hands mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Consistently. Totally agree. What uh, number gem. did you have it at, Mark? Uh, I had uh, that one up there at number four, actually. Mm. Good call. Yeah. How about that? That is lovely. Yourself? It was number eight for me. Eight for you. Okay, so you had Oakmont and Foxtail flippy flopped. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well. This is, I think, going to be one of the more controversial courses on the list, so I'm just going to come right out and say it. Number six, we have Adobe Creek in Petaluma, California. Oh, that's my number six, too. Is that your number six? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, look at me, just incorrectly stating how uh, we may be varying on things when really we're exactly the same. <laughs> it's my number eight. Number eight for you? <laughs> I'm All right, surprised so. you have Adobe ranked over Rooster, though. Well, I think... F- from our end, Adobe is a more, f- it's just a more fun golf course. Now, granted, I think Rooster is traditionally in better shape. Mm-hmm. It almost usually is in better shape. However, we used, we assumed that both courses were in the best shape that you'd find them in. Sure. Um, and I just think that Adobe is a really fun golf course. They do have a lot of different looks. You kind of have a, you know, you're playing through a couple of different settings. You're out, then you're kind of into like this creaky little subdivision for just a, like a little four or five hole stretch, and then like the back nine. It's really open. They call it link style. I don't think it's link style That's at a all. Stretch. Oh, no. But I mean, it, it is kind of like, uh, I guess, pasture esque, and it, it's it's just really open. It's a lot of fun. Again, you have some really tough, like actually some really tough holes at Adobe. Um, uh, seven. Seven. <laughs> seven is a. I probably have the same feeling about seven at Adobe that I do about seventeen at Oakmont West. Yeah. I mean, Adobe, number seven at Adobe, I think, has a pretty legitimate claim to the most difficult hole in Sonoma County. Golf course is what I'm talking about. Get your mind out of the gutter, Galvin. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you can't hit a fade, then you're kind of in trouble. So you had Rooster ahead of Adobe because you had yours, I think, five, six is what you said? True. I mean, I've played better rounds at adobe but i just you know would prefer rooster but it's kind of why why do you prefer rooster over adobe well conditions were always better at rooster Mm -hmm. so acts that statement since we're assuming that all courses are equal in terms of just in the best shape Uh for this rankings sure but uh 
I don't know. Rooster just has a lot of variety in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And oh. I just would generally prefer to go out there. Although, same thing with Oakmont and Foxdale. It's like six and five. I could go back and forth any other day for okay. Rooster and Adobe. Okay, fair enough. What about you? What you have higher between Adobe and Rooster? I had Rooster, um, one spot higher than Adobe. Okay, so I think I think the main thing for me that that knocked Adobe down one was uh, just a lack of amenities. Pure and simple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're. I mean, if you're looking for a 19th hole, you're not going to find one. Right. At, yeah. Uh, exactly. And frankly, yeah. you know, that's that's part of the golf experience. Yeah. That should be an amenity that's that's readily available. I it's do. even I harder when you work there because there's just a vacant clubhouse that's mm-hmm. just empty right it's just and everybody staring just at you like oh you should be able like, to walk in there and grab a beer but no well yeah keep on everybody's moving. just like hey uh can we you know get some food in there some drink it's like sorry I'm, it's closed i may be off here but um the what used to be like the clubhouse like that huge building i believe that building is for sale so somebody could buy it and then turn it into like a big restaurant or something like that and maybe it would cure things but I don't know. Is hey, it when owned, I is it owned there? by the golf course or no. is it owned by the homeowners association? I think it's owned by the homeowners association. Yeah. So somebody could buy it and turn it into whatever they want. I'm, I'm assuming somebody would turn it like a wedding venue or something like that. You would think that, um, yeah. I just don't think the price is right because they're just all the years I worked there, just nothing would happen with it. So the price is right for the uh, for the clubhouse. Yeah, just Cause whatever s- perspective, you know, restaurants that were interested in renting it the deal would always fall through because yeah. something wouldn't work out. Maybe it's the homeowners. Maybe it was the golf course management. I don't know what happened, but the it homeowners. It sucks. <laughs> well, I will say this. When you were talking about the cost, the one thing I will give to Adobe over this, Adobe is sensationally affordable to go play. I mean, Absolutely. It, that place is priced right. I mean, that, like, I know... At least if you go to golfguide.net, <laughs> like my plug Good there, plug. Nice. Um, at golfguide.net, you can buy 18 holes, like walk and go play 18 holes for like 19 bucks. Like that's, I mean, 18 holes for less than 20 bucks? <laughs> yes, please. Oh, yeah. I encourage like, right. people to I mean, get those passes. I, I guess this is going to ask you, at what price does a round of golf not become cheap anymore for, for 18 holes? When when is it no longer That's like such a loaded question though? It's well, I mean, it, it depends, totally depends on, on time of day. It depends on like at, at what price do you say? Okay, this better be like this better be pretty fucking nice. I think you get in the sixty dollar range somewhere in there. Okay, yeah, I would say fifty sixty for sure. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, Adobe. Um, of all the architects around Sonoma County, it's got one of the more well known. Do you know off the top of your head who designed Adobe Creek? Robert Trent Jones, the second. The second, indeed. This is before his uh, his minimalist uh, trend that he, he, the bandwagon that he hopped on because he's, he noticed that all of his designs were becoming <laughs> he hated and nobody wanted to go play him anymore. So then he yeah. just said, oh, everybody likes this minimalist thing. All right, Poppy Hills, let me try to do yours first. And it turned out okay. I mean, is it him or is it Reese Jones that Phil hates? I forget who. Phil... Nicholson. Your boy. Well, I know f- that I don't like Reese Jones, and I know that Jeff Shackelford, 
who's like one of the lead like architecture writers or like one of like the really like uh, just writers for golf digest he also does jeffshackelford.com he also works a lot with gil hans and like jeff shackelford and gil hans together did the restoration at the north course at la country club mm-hmm. to get it ready where it finally ended up getting a u.s open back um he hates reese jones he thinks he is the shittiest golf course architect that has ever walked the face of the earth and like uh, Ron Witten, who's like his coworker at Golf Digest, one time I went on like stumbled into like a Twitter war between those two because <laughs> I guess like Reese Jones was judging like the Lido contest, which is like where amateur architects can submit designs for something like that. And Ron Witten's like, oh yeah, Reese Jones will be the the head judge. And Jeff Shackelford like wrote him on like Twitter something like, you probably should have a guy who's not a shittier architect than all of the applicants. Like this, 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 this <laughs> Ooh, burn just brought just hot fire. And then Ron Witten was like, Oh, you're just being too hard on him. Jeff shut. And he's like, no, Reese Jones fucking sucks balls. Like he's not good. Like, yeah, he's awful. And I have to admit like every course that I've been to that Reese Jones has touched, not impressed, not impressed. Like I know he did all 27 holes out of Poppy Ridge in Livermore. Um, he also is the one that redid Lake Merced. Have you guys played Lake Merced Country Club at all recently? No. Nope. So, I, right before, I guess it would have been in the 30s, Alistair McKenzie actually redid Lake Merced. Mm-hmm. And then it looked like an Alistair McKenzie course, and it was awesome. But then when they built, is it 280 up into the city, they had to take over a little bit of property from the golf course, so they had to redo the design a little bit. And I think they did that in-house, or it might have been Robert Muir Graves that came and did, redid that. Mm-hmm. But then they brought Reese Jones in to come and redo the golf course. And the golf course is awesome, but it's just so much less awesome than it could be. Because I think they call Reese Jones the U.S. Open doctor. So he comes in and basically just tricks out golf courses and makes them senselessly difficult. So for the four days a year they're hosting a major, they're like challenging, but everybody else who has to play them just doesn't like it because they suck and they're just right he's paired it with a psychologist so that yeah. they have to <laughs> yeah like his, his golf courses are like ants they're anti-bandon dunes where bandon dunes was never built to like have a major championship it was built for amateur golfers to go have a blast a blast and mm-hmm. like that's exactly what reese jones isn't and robert trent jones i like him a lot better than his brother reese i don't think he's as good as his dad but i don't know i'm you know. Yeah, I mean, he's got a lot more popular golf courses under his belt, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, isn't... Um, we will be talking about another Robert Trent Jones Jr. golf course on our list here, so don't... I should hope so. Yeah. Cool. Well, <laughs> let's keep diving then. All right, so just to uh, just to recap for all the lovely boys and girls out there listening, so I think that was uh, number six. So the first five, we had Rooster Run at number 10, Oakmont East at nine, Oakmont West at eight, Foxtail and Roner Park at seven and Adobe Creek and Petaluma at number six. Before we jump into the top five, do you guys have any huge problems with those those first five and, and where they were rated? No, I like it. <laughs> I already said how I feel about Rooster. Well, so. fuck you, Brad. Okay. Number good. five. <laughs> number five. The first nine-hole golf course on the list. Or maybe the last. I don't know. I'll keep you in suspense. Number five. Healdsburg Golf Course at Taman Park. Love it. Love this golf course. Bradley, do you love this golf course or are you an outcast? You know, I told Mark last night, I've actually never had the pleasure. Which blows my mind. Well, then me and Mark can have a nice conversation right now <laughs> yeah, while you sit in the corner this one out. ashamed. It while sucks. You l- 
I feel bad. I mean, my list is completely subjective. They're all courses I played. I would put it up there because I know of it, but I just haven't been out there. I will say this. You, I'm glad you said that because you did remind me to mention that there is one golf course in Sonoma County that Golf Guide had left off of its list because we didn't get enough people up there to go play it to rate it. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, this list does come with a small asterisk and that Sea Ranch up in Gualala, Sea Ranch area is not, uh, was not ranked. Mm-hmm. Not because it's not fun or, you know, has variety or anything like that. It just, we didn't rank it because we didn't have the info to put it into the list. It it may be in Sonoma County, but that shit is super far away. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's it was, number five on my list. Yeah. It, it, it was absolutely. number five. Yeah, it was absolutely. Five. It was low on my list just because I've only played it once. Okay. You know. Okay, that's so. fair enough. Well, I mean, let, let's get uh, into Healdsburg real quick, you and me, Mark, and then we can actually bring up Sea Ranch as well because I'd like to hear your take on it just because it's yeah. not on our list. But uh, Healdsburg is just, it's so much fucking fun. It's not the same exact designs that it used as the original, when, when it was originally built. The par, uh, first hole used to be a really cool um, elevated T par four, slight dog to the right. Which That's the way I remember it. Yeah, which now the first hole is like a, down, like a straight downhill, like 105-yard par three. Because they added a driving range, which I think it needed. Because Taman Park, it's again a nine the hole, amenities. It's a nine-hole course, but it's the only golf course in Healdsburg, and it's really the only golf course north of Windsor in Sonoma County, outside of Sea Ranch. At least, like in Sonoma Valley, like in the 101 corridor, it's like the last golf right, course. Absolutely. Until you hit Ukiah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, um, it's just a super fun golf course. Like we said, it's not an executive course. It's regulation. I think. You know, that scenery, though, the base of Fitch Mountain, you can't beat it. <sighs> Dude, right it, along the plains of the Russian River. No. It's absolutely gorgeous. It is – it's pretty raw. Not in the th- that, not saying that the conditioning is bad because the conditioning is actually pretty good, but they did not move a lot of land. No. Like, no. that golf course, they did a pretty good job of just using whatever was there, and they built a really funky – like a really funky nine-hole course that has, like, Two holes to play back to back where you're going up a thirty five degree angle one and then you're coming back down at a thirty five degree angle the entire length of both holes. Yeah, it, it uses all the natural landscape. Yeah, it's just it's super awesome. Wild. It's got a couple of really good par fives. Uh number two, the uphill par five is is that reachable? Sure. If you yeah. if, if, if yeah, you right. sp- absolutely if, yeah, you spank one off the tee. If you spank one off absolutely. the tee. But if you spank one off the tee, are you hitting a long iron or are you hitting like a hybrid or like you're a probably hitting a hybrid for most. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So it, it'll take two really good girthy golf shots to get there in two yeah um number nine the other par five yeah super intimidating tee shot off the tee it's like crazy however if you hit a good shot off the tee you can have like a five iron in and it's like a par five Uh, yeah so summertime you're having six seven iron yeah true true so um man that course is just a ton of fun brad Hey, a, I want to go. You're such a loser, man. How can, can, up, can't dude. believe you haven't been there I'm before. I'm ready to go this weekend. Yeah, so I don't know. You got any other uh, thoughts on, on Tame and you wanted to share with anybody? Not really. Just if you haven't had the, the pleasure, like Brad, go out and play it. It's a beautiful track. Fun fact about Tame and Park, the third green, the third, like, <laughs> the third green complex was designed by somebody who wasn't the architect for the rest of the golf course. I did not know that. Yes. And it's odd because number three is by far the most unique green on the golf course. It's a punch bowl. You know, you know what I'm talking It's like, I mean, it's a, it's a genuine, yeah, yeah. like, punch bowl green. And out of nowhere, Alistair McKenzie stopped by and designed that third green when he was working on some other golf course. Bullshit. 
Prove me wrong, bro. Hey, I'm just give me his phone number. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Love to have a conversation. That's tight. Yeah, That's it's tight. pretty cool. Wow. It's like it's weird that he just I'm had this, sold. I want to go. He had this like random little footprint on the golf course and then just kind of like bounced out. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, before we jump to the number four golf course, um, once you mentioned Sea Ranch, it has actually. I'm one of those people that could not rate Sea Ranch because it has been so long since I played there. I probably played there uh, ten times in my life but not once in the last decade. so I'm right there with you. It's been a while since I've played it, so I have, can't speak to its current condition, but as far as a design and a layout, it's magnificent. It's set amongst some beautiful northern Sonoma County coastline. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that you know rivals it, in my opinion, is Bodega, but as far as the Sea Ranch goes, it's a great layout. goes on opposite sides of the highway. Um not a bad, not a bad track. Yeah. Not a bad hole on the golf course. I don't think it's pretty good. Huh? It's pretty good. It's, it's pretty, good. pretty good. Well, all right. So we're gonna jump to number four now, and this is one that's very near and dear to my heart. And I think you know, mm. my, my guest Mark here could say the same. Um, the top-ranked public golf course in Santa Rosa, Bennett Valley Golf Course. Never heard of it. Okay, fair enough. Is it's, this uh, my number four too? You have BV at number four. Yeah, I think it's we're my getting real three. close to your number three. My number three, a little awesome. bit in my heart though. You know? Awesome. Well, yeah. I mean, just as a as a full disclaimer, I worked at Benna Valley for a little over four years. How long did you work at Benna Valley for? Oh, almost seven. Okay, so you were there like seven years. I did not. You're just a general fan. Yeah. So, yeah. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Pops was one of the first or original pro shop employees. Yeah, that's awesome. Borowitz <laughs> was a cart boy. Oh. Uh, it was is that true? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean it is right next to Galvin Park, so I would I would yeah. hope so. Um I don't think I'm being biased at all by ranking this as high as it is. Oh no. No, it's a gem. It, it earns it, it. it's an absolute yeah. gem. And and the thing is, it's that good with it being a little bit neutered because over the years having like removed all like the fairway bunkers just for pace of place because I'm pretty sure Bennett gets more rounds played. On it than any other eighteen-hole course in the county, right? I would, yeah, the I would tend to agree. Deal yeah. for the county. Just What's that? Bang for your buck, the oh. best deal. Yeah, I I do agree in that. In terms of like what you pay to play, it's yeah, it's the best deal in Sonoma County. Oh, yeah. Donnie yeah. Ballard, that guy, superintendent of the golf course, is just a magician. Yeah, Donnie what he, Ballard. What he does, him and Teed, unbelievable. Well, it's crazy too because they keep that course in what I think is really really good shape, especially for a public facility with limited funding. But they do it with a crew of like, what? two to three full-time guys and then maybe like five guys total a handful yeah yeah that, that's amazing like yep. a lot of these golf courses that we're talking about ones that aren't in as good a shape have maintenance staffs of seven eight nine guys and it's not a, like you i'm glad you said because donnie does yeah. a fantastic job out there they it's hiring guys who know what they're doing mm-hmm. you know those smaller crew at bv do know their shit like mm-hmm. they keep it in tip-top shape for the price it's always in good shape. Right. Well, what you got to realize is all those guys grew up playing that course. Yeah, they're and just so yeah, they're like invested. Us. They're like they're one generation absolutely. ahead of us, but kind of in the same. It's, it's in their heart. It's in their blood. Uh-huh. They want to take care of this. Well, okay. So this is what I you know we can go a little more in depth here. So the front nine at Bennett Valley is some of the best nine holes in the bay. I mean that is amazing. And never used to exist. What? That was the back nine. That was the back nine. So it was originally only a nine-hole course? Yeah. So do the you know back nine was the original front nine. So do you know how long um, it was between building the two nines? Like how many years? 
difference there was? Well, they built the course, I believe, in 69. Right. And I'm not exactly sure on the year for the okay. second 18. Say sometime in the early 80s, probably. So my, my only beef with Benna Valley is if they let somebody redesign the back nine given the same space, they could probably come up with a more fun. But here's the thing. The existing nine, it's kind of... It's just back and forth. I mean, uh, that's like the biggest you know complaint you'd hear about is that there are a lot of holes that run parallel to one another going right, back and forth. Um, but you're not going to find a better piece of property to build a golf course on. Right in Bennett Valley, you have these fucking gorgeous hillsides, like both sides of you. You're in this beautiful piece of property right in the valley floor with an awesome creek running right through it. I mean, it's, it is the most idyllic setting for a golf course that I could possibly think of. Absolutely. Yeah. Other than like non-ocean side. Right, right. Yeah, right. it's special. Um, I would always play better on the back nine mm-hmm. in terms of scoring, but the front nine is just to die for. I mean, it's a great nine hole. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. I think we all agree on that. Agreed. And the par threes are awesome out there. The par fives are really, really good. They got a mix of really long tough par fours and shorter kind of easier par fours right again it it hits all the marks that we're looking for um the one thing i'd change if i had my way sure bring back the back tee on number nine across the creek please that thing hasn't been there in 20 years but bring it back that would be epic i very faintly remember it from when we were really really young and like i was playing like my first rounds of golf at like age five six seven with my dad out of bv yeah how long would it make number nine would that turn it whole into about 460? It, it probably, yeah, 450, 460 at least. That's amazing. Yeah, they need to. They should totally do that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, <laughs> some environmental issues there. Make it there, happen. There, there is may, a creek right there. There may be some environmental and. Cost and I think, issues. like you were touching on earlier, it's all about pace of play, and I think that would hinder some things. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, wh- for you guys, what did you guys have at number four on your list? So we had Bennett Valley at number four. What, what did you guys have at number Same. four? At Foxdale North. You had Foxdale North at number four, so you had yep. Foxdale North a little higher than we did. And what would you have it for? BV. B- BV? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're in the top three. I have a feeling that you have – okay, so you had BV at three. So with the exception of uh, Mr. Mark over here, I have a feeling that all three of us probably have the same top three. It's just a matter of what order – Mark for top four. It's just a matter yeah. of what order we put them in. So I'll go first. There could be some disagreement here, and that's – that's perfectly okay. At number three, we have the links at Bodega Harbor mm. out on the coast of Sonoma County. I'm already seeing a shaking of a head in Bradley. I see a smile on Mark's face. Please, discuss. High, it's low. It's higher. higher. On my list. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's number one for me. Oh, number one. Best three finishing holes in the North Bay, hands y- down. Yes. Agreed. I definitely agree with that Regardless statement. of what you actually shoot on them. Yeah. Well... <laughs> If it came down to judging holes based on how you fare on them, um, it would be... We'd be in trouble. It'd be many people's <laughs> least favorite finishing three holes in all of the county. But it is, yeah. I mean, talk about like three holes that you could p- play over and over again. That's probably the three that I would pick if I had, you know, choose just three to go play. Yeah. 16, 17, 18 are amazing. Views of the Pacific Ocean on 18 holes. Um at 6,000 yards, it plays a lot fucking longer than that. Absolutely. It's Especially that front nine. Well, I will say this. I, I don't think there's any arguing that it's the most challenging public course in Sonoma County. Agreed. Oh, for sure. And it's 6,000 yards. 
Right. How is that? How Shouldn't is that be possible? that way. How is that possible? The design. Thanks, Robert. Oh, back. To, <laughs> oh, there's the other. Back Robert. to Burt Jones Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving his stamp. Um, yeah. That to be awesome. said, the course is pretty different from his original design out there, and that's another course where the two nines were built at different times. What's now the back nine? was the first nine holes they built out there. Right. And I think what's now the front nine was built about 10 to 12 years later. Um, and it's funny because the two nine holes do have a very different feel to them. It al- it almost kind of feels like they're two different golf courses. Um, Absolutely. And some people, re- and it's funny because some people like the front nine a lot more. Mm, I think the majority of people, myself included, like the back nine more. Um, it's oh, yeah. Well, obviously it has 16, 17, 18, which, as we said, were some of the best three finishing holes, not only in Sonoma County, but in California. Um, I, I don't know. I think the front, it's a little uh, it's a little kookier. You know, Absolutely. It, it, Four or like, five. Yeah, it's, it, it's definitely. Some of the weirdest holes you'd ever play. There's a lot more elevation change. Um, it looks a little bit more, I don't want to say artificial, but it definitely looks like they used bulldozers quite a bit more. Like they shaped the course instead of kind of just leaving it there and building the green and a tee like it does a little bit more on the back nine but since kemper sports took it over like five or ten years ago they made a lot of changes so and i think it's made the course better it's not as challenging like there's not as much shitty two foot tall rough to lose your balls in right and i think they've taken some of the undulation out of a lot of the fairway really i just think they've made it more fair do you think it needed to be more fair, or did you like it when it was just a real? I think it was a smart business bitch. decision sure. to make it more fair. Definitely. Well, because I mean, people still leave that golf course and are like, "Fuck, dude! God damn it! Did I fucking shoot 97 out there? <laughs> like, what just happened?" Right. And before you just replaced 97 with 107, because exactly. you would, yep. unless you were on your game, you were just going to lose six golf balls automatically when you got out there, which is yeah, which is no good. Bring a box. I don't know. So. You have Bodega at number one. You have Bodega at number one. Both of you guys had Bodega at number one. Dude. Between that and Bennett, I mean, I grew up playing Bodega. That is awesome. I I will say this. Bodega is one of those golf courses that I probably play as much as any golf course. I mean, it helps when when your parents own a house on on the golf course. Right, yeah. Makes it real easy to head out there. Um yeah, it, it, it's an awesome golf course. It's a if I had my choice between that and any other course on this list, I'm taking the drive to Bodega. Mm-hmm. It's 30 yeah. minutes. It's nothing. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't agree. I think there's another golf course that I'd rather play. but It's on the way. I had a lot of sway in the creation of this list, so really, you know, <laughs> there's not a lot of variance in this between my own personal list, but I will say that they are relatively close. So uh, before we jump to number two, as usual on the podcast, we always like to go over what everybody's drinking right now. I think right now we have all day IPA from Founders Beer from Founders Brewing Company. I think I need a refill, actually. Yeah, yeah. who who wants to go grab us uh, a couple of beers real quick? I'm on it. Marcus, you on this? They're in the fridge, right in that front office, right there. We'll just keep going. I'm gonna ask Brad a couple of his thoughts on Bodega while you're getting those. There should be a 15 pack in the bottom shelf of that little fridge in there. Um, so Bodega, you have it at number one. Yeah. What what makes Bodega your favorite golf course in Sonoma County? You know, it's kind of like the opposite of what you were just saying, where you get to play it so often. Sure. It's less often for me, so it's kind of like a special thing. It's like a you treat. Know? It's a treat when you get to go out to Bodega. Exactly. For sure. Like that's where I'm gonna play for my birthday. You know, it's yeah. like when I make that trek to Bodega, 
I know it's going to be just an awesome time, despite the fact that I know that the score is going to be really high and mm-hmm. hard to add up. Gracias, senor. But still, it's just always a good time. Um, and, you know, don't mean to bring up Bandoned Dunes again, but it's usually the course that... I don't know what else to talk about, Brad. Mark and I will play to prepare for Bandoned Dunes because it's just kind of that special The closest treat, thing that you, know? you can get yeah. on the Sonoma Coast, Abandoned. Yeah, and uh, if we're talking about the maintenance and course conditions, um, Bodega does do a really good job of keeping their golf course in really good shape. I mean, the course is all, always plays really, really nice. I th- They're always making improvements. I don't, always. I don't know if they grow fescue grass out on the golf course, but the course does seem to play relatively fast, like in a more linksy. I mean, it's nothing like you're going to find in Scotland or Abandon or something like that where everything, like where you're putting from 50 yards out. Right, but right. They do do a pretty good job of mowing it pretty tight and kind of keeping it like relatively linksy so the name isn't like a total farce. Yeah, would no, you, no, exactly. There's not yeah. as much shit in your way. Yeah. yeah. Leading up to the green, you know. Um. Favorite favorite hole out of Bodega. Ooh, that's tough. Yeah, that's hard. We're going deep right now, bro. <laughs> number nine. Ooh, number nine. Grew up on the course. Grandpa had a house right greenside okay. there, and I think uh, just growing up, late night going out and hitting that course. Yeah, hitting that hole. Um, yeah, but it's absolutely yeah <laughs> number nine. It's so risk reward. You can hit a driver in the right wind conditions and hit the green if you're a bomber. Mm-hmm. You can lay up with the three wood and have a nice little wedge into the green. You go for the green. You got a bunch of shit in your way. You you know risk reward is huge. Yeah, it's love it and a beautiful view looking down towards the clubhouse. Bodega heads right there. Beautiful. You awesome. know yeah. risk reward. I would say sixteen. Mm, a drivable par four over the marsh out towards the Pacific. Yeah. Good for you, Bradley. How are you feeling today? Good for you. Um, well, well, you've you've had 15 holes to feel yourself yeah, out, so exactly. I'm hoping by the time you get to 16, I you're not nine, like me. Though. Like I agree with nine is my best chance of birdie on that hole. You know, I think... Or I'm, on that course. Excuse I think that's awesome that you said nine, because in reality, that is like one of the best, most underrated short par fours in the county. And people, yeah. I don't think, think of it as like a short par four, but really it's like if you can really, really hit the ball, you can get there. Oh, easily. You can, you can fly the green no problem. Yeah, you can definitely get there, but there's so much trouble around like if somebody hits like a three iron or a hybrid off the tee, you got all those like uh, those fairway bunkers that kind of keep you in check. And then, you know, obviously the green complex, you got some steep, nasty bunkers like front left, front center, and uh, what, long right? If Yeah, exactly. With like yeah. a road right. I mean, it's... If you leave it yeah. inside 100 yards, it's funneling down and left, and then you're having to pitch up and over that bunker. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in jail. Yeah. If, if the pin is anywhere on the left-hand side of the green, you're screwed. Sure. Yeah. It's it's yeah. I agree. It's it's wonderful. And the funny part is, it's one of two unbelievably good short par fours that the Bodega has back to back. One to finish the front nine, and one to start the back nine. I think ten yep. is also yep. a really great short par four yep it's um, a three wood don't ever bring the big dog out i put in the big dog on 10 <laughs> hell no you know what the funny? brings in all that shit left well it does bring up the shit left unless you're just a boss and you take out the driver and you just aim right at the pin which okay. I, that that that's what i'm trying to do to each their own um is that your number one mm, on that course no i don't think so i would say it's tough for me to isolate it down to just one favorite hole, so I'm going to give you one on each nine, if that's okay. No, that's cheating. 
I Roll think <laughs> I think on the front nine. Nobody, yeah, nobody else wants to say, but number five, like number five, I think is my favorite hole in the front because it's just so funky. You're never going to play another hole like that. It is the most unique hole in Sonoma County. That and 18. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, Bodega I, has the handful of most unique holes that you could ever possibly play. And that's like all on one layout. I may be a little weird this way, but when I go, like when I'm evaluating how much I like a golf course, I like funk. I I, I like quirky, funky golf holes. Make me think. Yeah, exactly. And. Here's Make me place a shot. So for anybody who's listening who's never played Bodega before, it's a par five that I think only plays like 460, but it's a double dog leg in that you hit off the tee. The fairway ends about 215 from the tee, and then it takes what's about, I'd say, an 80-degree turn to the right and down and then extends that way for about 215 yards. Something and like then that, yeah. the fairway turns 90 degrees left for another 120 for another 120 yards and it's downhill but like the top tier for that first tee shot is all on like one level and then the t- second two-thirds of the hole probably sits about 25 feet lower oh, than at that, least, yeah. Than, yeah than that first third of the hole and if you're it, a baller it's two tee shots yeah it's a 210 yard shot and another 220 yard shot right if you want to go cut over the pasture and here's here's the it, tricky part it uh there's ob left and right Oh, you're like, surrounded. And it's not like uh, – the one thing I don't like is the in-course out-of-bounds on the right-hand side of five. However, I understand because if there wasn't, people would just hit their tee shots like down in the middle, like the beginning of the fourth fairway. Right, you'd be hitting yeah. people coming up four yeah, all the so time. I, I think for safety reasons, that's why they keep it there. So that that's okay. And then there's a cow pasture all along the left side that goes that all the way. That teases you because you can see your ball out, and you're like, mm, nope, can't get it. Cannot get it. So – my question to you, have you ever seen anybody hit a driver off the tee and intentionally try to cut the first dog leg to get it down to yep. the bottom tier and put done himself it. like, you've done it. I've done it on multiple occasions. With success. Yep. Is that your go-to watch play Tra- off the tee? Watch Travis do it the other day. Really? So is It's that not my go-to. Oh, absolutely okay. not. It's four iron off the tee right at the marker. Okay. Yep. I agree. Smart play. I hit four iron off the tee as well. There's yeah. way too – you have no control over what kind of bounce you're going to hit. If you hit a driver off that tee, or you smash a three wood into the into the gap between, like no, there's no, you have no control. If you could end up over the cart path, along the fence in the pasture, and then you're screwed. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. call it the hit and pray hole. The hit and pray. Yeah. How much praying do you do out there? Quite a bit. Okay. Because uh, Bodega is kind of a sanctuary. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I can. Um, uh, I can vibe with that. No, I mean it's completely blind. You know the the tee shot. Sure, you played it quite a few times. You know right. what to do and what not to do. But I mean, for anybody that goes out there, they're like, "Tell me what to do." Sure, you see that pull, hit right at it. Yeah, well, I, I tell anybody that's out there for the first time, hit a two hit a two hundred yard shot. I mean, if you feel kind of frisky, hit a two ten shot. But you know, hit hit it two hundred yards right at the stake out there. And if you do that, you will leave yourself an opportunity to either go for the green and two, where you basically need to hit like a two hundred and twenty yard shot from like off the fairway. You do have to fly it over the OB, so it's a, it's an intimidating golf shot, but it's definitely right. Doable. Those two greenside bunkers right. front, or you can hit it like 160 uh, down like the fairway and leave yourself like a hundred yard shot. You hit game. that first placement right at the stake. You're pretty much the average golfer. You're guaranteeing yourself a bogey or better. Yes, agreed. Otherwise, you're bringing double, triple into play. No problem. I will say this: I one thing I've noticed, you know, in the last year and a half uh, since I started playing like Bodega pretty often again because, I mean, I didn't live in Sonoma County for like a 10-year stretch. So I, said, I, so I didn't get to play it all that often. But 
Um, if you hit a good drive on on five, taking out a three iron or a hybrid and to like go for the green is the safest thing you could possibly do. And what I what I always do is if I'm in that position, I will take out my hybrid because that's the club that I usually will fly somewhere between 205 to 220. And I aim it right at the bunker right of the green because then what I'm doing is all I have to do is make sure I hit solid contact. You got a great out. I've got 30 yards left and 40 yards right of my aiming stick where as long as I'm hitting yep. making halfway decent contact, I'm going to be safe. I'm either going to pull a little bit and get on the green in two or I'm going to hit it straight or hit a little bit of a fade and have a pitch in and still have a birdie putt. Yep. So but that's the thing. I think that's what makes five. The drive is probably more critical on that hole than maybe any other hole on the golf course in terms of avoiding a huge number. Because if you uh, don't put 18, 18 yeah. yeah. 18. <laughs> well, I mean, the thing about 18, a lot of people, I've noticed this, a lot of people won't go for the green in two. Like, even if they put it out in, like, the middle of the fairway where they have, like, 180, 190 out, because that's pretty standard for 18. They're scared of that 80-foot drop. Dude, they're so scared. So they, a lot, I've seen a lot of people from less than 200 out, like, take chip a little it. wedge, <laughs> chip it down to, like, 140, and then go for it. I've seen people play it down the cart path. I, I saw somebody play it down the cart path off the drive uh, and put it to about... 50 yards you know 40 yards off hey the green. you get the right bounce you're fine you yeah. end up on the right side of the cart path you're okay yeah left side you're screwed well it's funny because i would say 18 is probably my favorite hole in the back nine yeah I, i'm right there with you what cool. i would have said um honorable mentions that nine and 18 that nine and ten back-to-back short par fours and i really like 13 well yeah you're down hole your fridge is right there that for yeah, the same reason you like nine, I think thirteen. Absolutely, thirteen's pretty nice. There's always a nice little uh, drink and smoke break right after the thirteenth <laughs> green, which is just ever so convenient. That's a, that's a that's a nice little uh, that's a nice little amenity to have. So okay, Bodega, it's going to be everybody's top three, which is awesome. Number two, up Highway 101 a little bit from Santa Rosa, Windsor Golf Club. Where did you guys have Windsor on your respective lists? Three. I had it down at number five. Really? No, number six, sorry. Really? All right. So you had several courses above Windsor. Um, Brad, I'll start with you then. If you you got in your top three, I've got it at, you know, Golf Guide has it at number two. Why do you like playing Windsor so much? Uh, I think you were asking me yesterday what course do I play most often. Mm -hmm. It's probably Windsor. Okay. Um, Just because of where I moved, it's closer than Bennett Valley, which used to be, you know, number one. Sure. But uh, Windsor just has a ton of variety, a lot of quirks to it. And, uh, you know, always good condition. Mm -hmm. Uh, Granted, we assume everything's on a level playing field for this discussion. But, uh, yeah, it's just, like, awesome. It's always a fun time. Yeah. It's really, really fun. The variety is awesome strong very very strong at windsor and i think that's it's probably got some of the best variety of holes out there maybe any course in the county i think that's why it ended up coming so high in the golf guide list marcus thoughts on windsor obviously again anything in the top 10 is good i mean absolutely you know there's 20 golf courses in the county and all the golf here is very strong so none of none of these golf courses are not worth playing but what uh, by no means is my ranking of six a a dog on it what, what, what do you like about windsor like you said, the variety it has it's a great track. Um, both nines are very different, albeit at the same time they're a little similar. Mm-hmm. Um, you, that front nine is is awesome. I think the opening hole is a very mellow, 
mellow par four cruise and it's beautiful in the mm-hmm. fact that it's a shared green totally. it's kind of very unique right off the get-go you're like which flag am i going to you know so if you're not paying attention you're you're looking at like a hundred yard putt correct or 100 you know <laughs> you better be careful correct sir um you know and then you follow it right away with a pretty difficult tee shot off a of number two super skinny totally little dog leg slight dog leg right shit left crap right you know a bunch of trees mm-hmm. um just the layout in general that's why i like it the layout there is really really good i w- at bodega i actually don't know if there's any at windsor i can only think of one non-memorable hole i mean 17 out of the 18 holes at windsor are memorable and really really fun and uh, back to the front nine. It's probably got one of the best starts slash front nines. I love number four. In terms of like fun. Oh, dude. Number four so is amazing. One is the ideal opening hole in that like it's got a little bit of trouble. It's a little testy, but it's wide, wide open. Fairway. It's, it's wide open. It kind of lets you get a little warmed up. It's a little challenging. And then it slaps you in the and face. Then, and then number <laughs> two, it just comes and fucking dick slaps you right across the eyeball, <laughs> which is the super narrow, like you're going through this like little wooded chute. And three is a great short par four. Great short par four, but at the same time, it's like, oh, it gives you a little glimmer of hope, but you don't realize how hard that actual hole is. Yes, correct. If you're going to miss it, go right over the titties onto the left-hand side. Yep. Over, yep. That's the perfect place to miss. You do not want to be right. Unless you're like me two rounds ago there where you hit it directly into the tatas and it bounced directly backwards, and Ooh, then you're stuck behind yeah. the silo that's, on your yeah, second that's, shot. That happens that's to the good. best of us. Don't Make do sure you get it up. Uh, although, <laughs> I will say this. I've had a lot of success going left of the silos because oh r- same here. Well, from over there, your angle—that's the best Absolutely. angle to the green. And Absolutely, none of the trees over there are thick enough for big enough where they're really going to cause you any problems. So, if you're going to miss on that hole, I would you definitely miss left. And then four, four. is the most frustrating par Love five it. because it's so seems so reachable. It's like it should be it so is. easy to hit it in no, two. That green is so. But God damn it! Those trees in front of the green yeah. will just fucks with. If they were t- if they were the twenty people, feet shorter, it'd be so much easier. It would be so much. But that's the thing is like you have to hit whatever club if you're going to go for it in two. It's probably something you got to be hitting at least two hundred yards, and you got to hit it high, and you have to hit it high. Last time I played with this guy, great story. Please, we so, like we like great stories oh, on this yeah. podcast. Go for it. So on number four, smoke a driver, left hand side, great angle at the green, no problem. Like you said, you got to get it up there and above the trees in order to actually get it to the green. Smoked a six iron, knocked it to about 15 feet, made the putt. Well, this is all... You had six iron in? Six iron. Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Smashed one. Hadn't played in quite a while. This all came off the heels heels of getting smoked in the face by Uh, a golf ball. uh, You got smoked in the face by a golf ball? I got smoked in the face uh, by a golf ball by this guy. Why do you got to bring that up? Because it's hilarious. You hit Mark in the face? Hit me right here. Right here. We were talking about right right (laughs) edge of the forehead. Talking about a slap in the face that number two, a dimple balls to the face. Oh yeah, how's that? Yeah, I got I, I got fucked on number two. Whatever happened, I thought I hit a, you know, decent shot that was going left. It was hooking, but I didn't think it went in the creek. So I spent about a good five minutes looking for the ball Mm -hmm. on my own. Sure. The other three guys on the green already to our fault. We weren't paying much attention. That's fair. Okay. My fault that <laughs> in a rush to <laughs> drop a ball, hit an approach, pop one up, yelled four. 
I should have yelled two. <laughs> a little too late and just deck mark right in the dome. Right in the I, right in the face. Right yeah. in the temple. Right here. I mean oh, yeah. it was I mean it was an amazingly accurate how how shot. he would he would have been pin high easy. Like how right far next off to was it. it on your temple from fucking uh, like killing an inch. you? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, Good. that's I scientific. Felt, I, felt I, you so know, bad. I don't know. Great googly moogly. Drop me about, to my knees. I was a hundred yards out, just like oh fuck, and Mark just dropped straight down <laughs> on the green. I'm like, oh god, this guy will never talk to me again. Oh my god, it was like a firecracker. The ringing in my ears was just immense. Did you think that you had killed him? I didn't think I had killed him, but okay. I just thought I had killed our friendship right there. Well, nah, it's going to take a lot right more than that. <laughs> Killing right your friendship because you had killed him physically. Yeah. <laughs> he was no longer alive. I, I Very heard, dead. I heard it <laughs> hit him. So you actually could hear the golf ball hitting his cranium and the sound vibrate. How far out are you? 100, 120 yeah. yards out. It was like a On wedge. the fly. Yeah. It, I mean, I got a nice high trajectory. so this thing which, which was actually great because the angle that it came down right. on was probably very fortunate so it did not one hop you no no this no. was this R- was straight the to the dome did you thin it or did you hit it the way that you had wanted no, to I hit it pure okay oh he would have been 10 feet all right i was just like a very selfish let me just hit it close to speed them up because they're probably frustrated that i'm taking forever and we had forgotten about him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest here. We completely forgot about him. Wake up, Mark. Don't forget about wa- me. Walking across the front of the green. Had no, heard four, and as soon as the R came out, it was bam, right in my head. Oh, that is hilarious. All right. Another great Windsor question for you. Windsor, I think, also has two of the most difficult holes in Sonoma County on it. If you're going to make a composite course of the 18 most difficult holes in Sonoma County, there's two at Windsor that are absolutely on the list. And my question to you is, which one is more difficult? The one that we had previously mentioned, number two. It's about a 420-yard par four, slight dogly to the right that's in between a chute with a creek all along the left side of the fairway and a bunch of kind of thick woods on the right-hand side um, with dirt you know, constituting the ground. The other is number seven, like a 200-plus-yard par three, straight uphill with bunkers guarding short left and short right. I'm not going to lie. Nine times out of ten, I have a utility club or a wood in my hand. Oh, yeah. And I had a hybrid off the tee, but I have to smoke it. Like, I have to hit a really good hybrid to get onto that tee. And I think when they when the Nike Tour used to have their annual event at Windsor right after it had opened, I think that was actually the hole that had the highest uh, average scoring relative to par. I was, believe it. Was that par three. Yeah, because the green is so, like, undulated i mean it's just mm-hmm. depending where they put the pin that makes it all the tougher uh i'd say two's harder two's me, because i'd rather just take a three wood or god knows hit it further than the green and then well you could use the augusta number. logic in that you could say number two is more difficult simply because you have to hit more good shots right to get it into the hole right which yeah. exactly i say have you ever noticed that at augusta before have you ever looked at a scorecard at Augusta where the par, all four of the par threes have the three easiest handicaps and all four of the par fives have the four most difficult handicaps and all the par fours are in between? Right in the middle. Because they just say like, well, it obviously takes five shots to get it, so that's <laughs> way more difficult. Right. Which I always thought was a little goofy, but I guess in a weird kind of simpleton, simple jack kind of way, it makes sense. Right. Yeah. You know? I'd say on paper, 15 at Augusta should be the toughest. 15? Yeah, but the par five. 
Or is that 14? Out of the par fives you're talking about, if they're ranking the handicaps, because say 13, I'm always seeing great shots, you know, memorable masters moments. Well, that's because you guys like Bubba Watson, they can put themselves to like 170 out on their fucking tee shot. Right, exactly. It would take us three drivers off the deck. That's what I'm saying. Remember what happened to Tiger on 15 that year when somebody like called in? The yeah, but I also remember Tiger Woods like hitting like second shots to like three feet for the majority of my childhood on fi- on on fifteen. So that that's that's the Tiger that I choose to remember. I know you don't like Tiger, so I could see why you would you know bring up the bad things. But you know I don't know. Tiger, favorite golfer of all time? Ha! <laughs> You're funny. No, no favorite golfer of all time. I'm a Fred Couples fan, man. Yeah, <laughs> can't argue with that. Right. I mean, Freddie was my grandma's favorite golfer, and absolutely, that, that she she was she was chill as fuck. So I mean, that's I would agree. And then obviously you love Phil. Uh, currently, but Cur- I'd say Arnie is the best golfer. Okay, well now you're gonna make me look like an asshole because now that the king has recently passed right. away, if I was to say anything that wasn't Arnold Palmer is my favorite golfer of all time, I'm gonna look like an ass. Arnie, love Ar- we love you. I love Arnold. In fact, Arnold Palmer is really the only professional golfer that's ever I've had a conversation with. Yeah, humble brag. Oh. Because when he was playing in the Transamerica at Silverado when I was a little kid, the senior tour, it was crazy. Me and oddly enough, me and Miyano San ah, were uh, were down at the tournament together as like a bunch of like nine year olds, and we were watching him play. And we we're two of like the only kids like following him at the time. And he saw us like sitting there like right at the ropes, and he just walked right over to us and said, "Hey, how's it going, boys?" And like just talked to us for like a minute. And funny, I had forgotten all about it. And then right after. You know, when we heard he was getting sick and then we finally passed away, my dad brought up. He's like, hey, remember when you had that conversation with Arnold Palmer? I was like, not really. Like, he's like, are you fucking kidding me? That's like one of your best childhood memories. And you don't remember? I was like, well, pop. <laughs> I smoked a lot of pot in my right, life. You right. got to give him a break on the memory stuff. But, but it's yeah. stuff like that. that That's why yeah. he's the god of golf. But he, he kind of told it. And then cool. as he was telling me the story, kind of came back. I was like, holy shit. Like, this guy is like the most famous golfer in the world in the middle of a tournament. Just walked up to a couple kids and just chatted them up, see how they were doing, and that was normal. Right. That, that, for him. That, that wasn't like. You're not going to we watch Tiger. We do were that. special, so but we weren't that special. I was about to say, you know, we're going on this tangent here. But Tangents are what we do. Phil Brad. comes from Don't apologize. the Arnie school of you talk to the spectators, and they are why you get to do this for a living. Like They're why you get paid. Exactly. Tiger, I mean, he would not be as popular as he is obviously he's an incredibly like amazing golfer and he has all the majors to you know be in that club but he just ignores the people that are there to see him like if you were there he wouldn't give two shits about you see only if he was playing well well personally to me when i'm thinking of like my favorite golfer i'm not really thinking about his relationship with like the gallery per se i mean my favorite golfer of all time was a guy who lived by the mantra, win trophies, fuck bitches. You know, like. That's awesome. And I'm like, f- 97 through 2008 Tiger, that is my favorite golfer of all time because nobody was more of a G. Nobody was better. Nobody had more swag. Nobody hit the ball farther. Nobody had a more violent golf swing. And nobody just repeatedly beat everybody with the consistency that prime tiger woods did i mean i only don't say jack because i never watched him like live it's just not my generation so it'd be tough for me to say someone that's not you know from my generation but yeah tiger dude 
Where, how did we get off on, the, on this anyway? Uh, like, where do, where do we get the Tiger Woods I from? Have no idea. Jeez, sorry, he now. just pops up in conversation all yeah. the time. <laughs> we we do a lot of Tiger blowing on this podcast. When when Casey's in here with me, we we'll, we'll just go on a big old thirty minute long Tiger suck session, and it'll and it's pretty awesome. It's it's always a ton of fun. So Windsor, Windsor number two <laughs> right. on the list. Any other? What was uh, your other one? Well, the most difficult holes mm-hmm. on the golf course. Well, I was going to say seven and, and two. Seven and two. Seven and two, I think, are the two most difficult nine holes out there. Nine is pretty tough, too. Nine, nine can be tough, for sure. Um, I'd say probably seven. Seven, I think, is the most challenging one for me. Because um, I think if you hit a good drive on two, you know, you have a 150-yard shot from the fairway in, and that's that's manageable. Well, it's just, even it's two. A tough, y- it's a tough tee shot, Even two, though. you can hit a three-wood. If you got more control with your three-wood, you mm-hmm. hit a three-wood on that hole, and you're yeah. still – got a long iron in, but you're fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I Number think seven, that's a stretch no matter how you hit it. Seven, uh, that's tough. It reminds me – I mean, number five at Oakmont West. It's, yeah. it's, it's very similar. Just a long, all-you-got-nuts-to-the-wall mm-hmm. par three. Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, could not disagree – or could not agree more. Yeah. All right. Numero uno. So I know that both of you guys have already given your number one course in the county. You guys have Bodega both at number one. I'm assuming that you guys had this course where Golf Guide had at number one, probably at number two. And that is. Drum roll. <laughs> Alistair McKenzie's lone nine hole golf course in the entire world. Yes, indeed. Northwoods Golf Club out in Monterio, California. And the beautiful Russian River Valley. So we had it at one. You My bias is the only reason why it's not at number one. Right. So you guys had it at number two. But, I mean, obviously, if it's one and two, you know, the two best. Um, that you can you, hit in the same day. Why, why do you love Northwood so much? The Redwoods, man. <sighs> it isn't pretty awesome. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't care how good you are, you're hitting a Redwood that day. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it's so great. You. Yeah, it's just like the best time you can have with you know, a group of buddies playing around in golf. And like, and it's the trek, you know, you just drive up to Northwood for the day mm-hmm. and, you know, you just have a blast. G- grab a bloody and pray. <laughs> just pray, <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> you just, you're hitting a lot of long irons <laughs> off the tee uh, yeah. into small greens. Yeah. There's shit everywhere. And by shit, I mean 300 foot tall redwood trees. Correct, sir. Some bunkers. Um, you know, it, it it's amazing. It, it is. Their words cannot describe how awesome that course is. I mean, yeah. I, you I, just have to play it. You have to play it. It's it's an absolute must play for every golfer, from professionals to the lowliest of poor amateurs. Right. I mean, this guy redesigned Pebble. He designed Cypress. He uh, Meadow Club. This guy is responsible for two of the three kind of consensus best golf courses in Ever. America. Uh, have you heard of this place called Augusta National before? Yeah, I have heard. Right, so there's this place, there's right. Cypress Point. They say that there's uh, a really big tournament there. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, this is the guy that designed those, and this is the only nine-hole course he ever designed. And you guys might know, do you guys know the story behind how Northwoods got built? Kind of. Him and Graves did it, right? No, it's just, just Alistair McKenzie. And keep in mind, the golf course that he was designing, like, simultaneously or right next to Northwoods was Cypress. Mm, right. Those they, he designed those two courses this back was to back in the early mid twenties, right? Late twenties. Late twenties. Late twenties. Late twenties. Early thirties. Something like yeah. that. Early to mid thirties, maybe. And um, no. So, for anybody who doesn't know, the Bohemian Grove, which is where right next door. How would you call it? The Illuminati of the <laughs> world go to 
participate in some weird religious summer camp that they all go out and put on weird outfits and, you know, talk about how they're going to run the world and what have you. Lots of ex-presidents. Yes, and the gathering powerful, of money. Powerful figures throughout the world go to this little retreat that sits out on the Russian River in the Redwood Forests of West Sonoma County. And, you know, in the 20s, it was, you know, the same thing. It was where the, the, powerful, the rich and the powerful gathered to go and recreate during the summertime. And they said, you know... We're here for like almost two weeks. We probably should have a golf course to go play. So they tapped the most talented, you know, hottest golf course architect in the entire world at the time, Alistair McKenzie. They get him to come up to Monterio, California, and he lays out a nine-hole golf course right next to the Russian River in West Sonoma County, and it is perfect. It's the perf- it, it's a it's nine perfect holes that. If there were, I, I say this about one other course around here a lot, but if there were nine more holes of the same caliber on site, it's very well a top 100 course in the country, is it not? Agreed. Like sure. absolutely. absolutely a top 100 course in the country. Yep. Yeah. I wish that there they had a little bit more real estate so that they can alter the tee boxes from front to back. Mm. Agreed. Yeah. That that's the o- that's the only thing. But they they're stuck with what they have. And they make beautiful. Well, I say that it. is not a big piece of property. No, and he fits nine exquisite holes, extraordinary holes under that tiny, tiny little compact piece of property. I mean, it's hard to imagine it being possible that he could have done a better job. I mean, it's it's perfect. Yep. It's and prepare for the loudest round of golf of your life, because yeah. <laughs> every shot that you hit is like hitting it in an amphitheater, and every time that you hear a ball hit the redwoods, it just echoes for eternity. You know, it's kind of funny. It's Alistair McKenzie just laughing at you. I think, f- at least from when I was having a discussion with the Golf Guide uh, crew here about how to rank these top three, and it came down to, like, Bodega and Northwoods for those two. The scenery is obviously different, but those two courses, I think, have the most beautiful scenery of any golf course in the county. One, you've got degrees, you know, degrees. You have views of um, the Pacific Ocean on every single hole, and the other one, you're in the middle of this unbelievably majestic redwood forest. And so if we, like, cancel out the scenery for both places, which golf course is more fun? And I think that's what eventually gave us to kind of give the nod to Northwoods. Um, but, Bodega, you got 18 holes, which... It's hard. You don't want that to be part of the criteria, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you have 18 be. different holes to go play rather than just nine. But Northwoods, nine holes is so much fun. Like I said, if there were nine more, there's no way you could possibly imagine not being a top 100 course. I would never turn down a route at Northwoods. Ever. No, ever. Yeah, ever. I agree. I mean, my only qualm is because it has only nine holes when you're making the turn to go play one again i was kind of talking about this yesterday it sucks because they're gonna try and like you know mix and match groups you don't have priority if somebody checks in 15 minutes before you finish number nine or Mm -hmm. something so what you do is you go to the clubhouse you have a few drinks Carbide to eat. I would say this. I, you, you mentioned it earlier. Um, I, I've talked to many people about this subject, and I've had a lot of people kind of come to a consensus that the lodge at Northwoods, the the restaurant out there, best Bloody Marys in Sonoma County. Oh, agreed. Sure. I mean, some people will contend that Willie Bird's down on Santa Rosa Avenue well. ha- has the best, but I mean, if you're down to between those two establishments, I think you're doing something right. I think you're doing it well. I, I, I think you're doing something right. So, And not to mention, does everybody know that there is a bakery next door? No. Yes, check that establishment out. What? Right next to the clubhouse. Little known bakery. Really? Check it out. That is amazing. Um, I mean, Northwoods, 
all nine holes, there's not a, first of all, there's no stinker. All no. nine holes are all memorable, amazing, unique. Challenging. The only one that someone might contend is number three, the short par three. But I'm sorry. You're in the middle of a redwood forest in between these two, like, 150-foot-tall redwood trees on either side of the green playing in this, like, little shoot with this cool cabin, you know, back behind the... It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's totally beautiful. awesome. And uh, the short par fours out there are what people love about short par, you know, shorter par fours. I mean, Tom Doak looks at Alistair McKenzie and says, wow, that... I love life. number four. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Number four Risk and number, number one. Do you cut the corner? One and four are two of the best short par fours I've ever played. Yep. They're both absolutely amazing. And then he yep. mixes in like challenging longer par fours, like number seven mm-hmm. um, in there. Uh, six is a great short par four. The par fives are fantastic. Number Gotta th- love nine. Dude, nine right there. Nine is going to make that list of the 18 most challenging holes in Sonoma County without Agreed. a doubt. Agreed. The par five ninth is no fucking joke, dude. It might be one of the harder shots around. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's probably where any at a, any hole out there is where it gets the most narrow at any one point. Yep. Is when you're, you know, that's where you're hitting, you know, trying to hit 175 yard approach shots, and you got to yep. there's. If you had to guess, how wide is that? Is that shoot 40 feet? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Which, which is Maybe. a lot. Which is a lot smaller In, than it sounds. Right. 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 Yeah, it's 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 pretty wild. So. I love eight too. I mean, just oh, what a great yeah! But I mean, that's great par three. I think that's where you really see the McKenzie like bunkering mm-hmm. kind of mo- most uh, most obvious is is on, is on the eighth hole. It's strong, yeah, strong to very strong. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you want to go tomorrow? It's getting dark outside, but I'm down to go first thing tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm, down. I'm down. Um, so overall, so just to recap the list real quick, I'm just gonna go ten to one. And then see if you guys have any final thoughts of what you really disagree or agree with. So, again, number 10, Rooster Run Golf Club in Petaluma. Number 9, the East Course at Oakmont. Number 8, the West Course at Oakmont, both in Santa Rosa. The North Course at Foxtail Golf Club in Roner Park at number 7. Petaluma's Adobe Creek at number 6. Healdsburg Golf Course at Taman Park, number 5. Number 4, you have Bennett Valley Golf Course in Santa Rosa. Number three, the Lynx, or I think they call it the New Lynx at Bodega Harbor out in Bodega Bay. Windsor Golf Club at number two. And Alistair McKenzie's nine-hole masterpiece, Northwood Golf Club at number one. Do you guys I take, love it. You guys I like any, the list. Do you guys have yeah. any huge issues with this list? I mean, I have the same four in my top four, just different rankings. Just different but, order? Um, yeah, pretty good. Um, only course to not make the list that i would give my own honorable mention to is the one where i pretty much got started which is fairgrounds Mm. it has a soft spot for me because i mean variety sure you can't really include it right but uh i learned the game there and uh you know conditions wise it's hit or miss depending on who's running it I, i will say this Sonoma County's got some fun, like, little nine-hole executive or par three courses um, that didn't necessarily make the list. But, you know, the fairgrounds is a great place to, like, learn and also a great place just to go out and, like, have some fun and have a couple beers and just play, like, a short course with your buddies. Mm -hmm. Sebastopol is fun. Sebastopol, great. Sebastopol's nine-hole course is real funky and real, real fun. Have you guys been out to the Sonoma County Golf Park in uh, West Kentucky? I mean, obviously... You know, the funding is a little limited, so the conditions aren't, like, super great. 
but it's really really fun. It's just a, it's all par threes. They have a nine hole par three course and a nine hole pitch and putt. Oh, and, beautiful. And you pay your fee, and it, that's unlimited golf oh. for the rest of the day on beautiful. both. Love it. So go out there, you know, pay fifteen or twenty bucks, value. whatever it cost, and go play golf for like five or six hours and just work on your short game. It's awesome. Right. right. Um. And then what else we have? The one thing I wanted to say. You know, just to give it a little posthumous award. Please, please. Wiki up. <laughs> I, I mean, Mark I, I, powerful I, 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 I have to say it. That course was one of Sonoma County's most hidden gems. Well, I know, you know, I didn't, obviously you put me in a very, you know, rough spot here because you forced me to, you know, dis, you know disclose this fact, but. I mean, you're sitting across the table right now from the 1998 Sonoma County Junior Golf Tour under oh, under yeah. 10 division oh, champion I know. at a Wikiup Golf Course. So it certainly holds, you know, a soft spot in my heart as well. Absolutely, it, it's, it's it. Yeah, words cannot describe how disappointed <laughs> I am that that course no longer exists. If Wikiup, okay, here's the real question: If Wikiup was still around. Would it have booted any of the top ten courses <laughs> no. out of the top ten? Probably not. It Maybe. might have. It I don't know. Been, it might have been close. Number though. two would probably be in on some of the harder holes. Well, it's funny because, like, I mean, I think like there's definitely like tiers, you know, on on this list. Like one through four is like one tier, five through probably like seven or eight is another tier, and like eight through ten is kind of like its own tier where you could probably mix and match. Yeah. Like you know, there's not really necessarily a right or wrong answer. It is. At the end of the day, it is subjective. Exactly. Um, but you would definitely put Wiki up into that third tier. I mean, it'd be short. I it's would. a par three course, but... It'd be hard to leave off the list. funky, dude. It was Absolutely. funky and it was fun. What a finishing hole. Is there any chance that that course will ever come back? Nope. Gone forever. Have they already started... If you have had the opportunity out there to play it, consider yourself lucky. Have they already started building? Nope. Have they built anything where the, the hole is? No, are? it's six foot tall weeds. It's a deer haven. What a bummer. It's a travesty. All right. Well, do you guys have any other closing thoughts on our list of uh, Sonoma County's 10 most fun public golf courses? Get out there and play, boys and girls. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to play Bodega and Northwood very soon. And also, I can't wait to rank the private because I have some thoughts on those. There's well. there's only five private golf courses in Sonoma County, but I think when we do, we're going to rank um, – we're going to be doing a thing where we rank the top private golf courses – in the North Bay. So we'll do private courses. So just to give everybody a little bit heads up, starting next spring with the next issue of Golf Guide Magazine, which will be coming out late April, early May, we are going to have our first published, refined uh, rankings of Northern California's best golf courses, which we're very excited. We've been working on for about seven months now, and we'll continue to work on for the next six months until the issue comes out. Um, and part of that is going to be doing regional golf rankings, uh, one of which private clubs will be one of them so when we do that we'll, we'll bring it back in let you you know all right let Can't you mention to talk about sonoma mention a couple of things uh well i mean i might as well ask you right now if you have to pick a membership to join you know to to be a part of and price is exactly the same you go to common or do you go to sonoma sonoma well, that's tough it is I'd tough Meadow Club would be in my... Uh, I would choose Meadow Club over both, but if you're just in Sonoma County between Mayakama and Sonoma... Sonoma. Interesting. I thought for a while that I would choose Sonoma because, you know, it's kind of a cooler answer, but I've I've thought better of it. I, I would definitely go to Kama, for sure. There's not a wrong answer. I wouldn't pass up Kama. There's not a wrong answer, but... But, uh, I mean, I'd rather have a chance to, like, score well. 
I lose a lot less golf balls. <laughs> <in Selma. Yeah. laughs> I like the wine cellar, comma. The wine cellar is good. Um, comma, dude, comma is just such a. It's a brilliant golf course. I mean, we'll, we'll get into more of that later. But did you know that? So Golf Digest does like the top 100 courses in the U.S. You know, every year. Right. And for a while, my comma was as high as like 73 or something like that. It was. And that's when it's like 101 now. Well, and that's when all the golf courses, like that's before a bunch of golf courses started closing when there right. was still like 16, 17,000 golf courses in America. And my comma was like 70 something. But now, Brad is right. It's at 101. Ouch. So they don't make the top 100, but they're like, I hope one Sonoma of it. broke the top 100. Sonoma's not in the top 200. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. There's no, I mean, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't I, see it. Yeah. I, I understand it. Like, I, I think if, the way that Golf Digest ranks and evaluates courses, my comma should be higher. It it, hits, it hits all of their criteria better than Sonoma does. Well, Sonoma's Sam, I can't even speak. Sam Sneed's favorite golf course. So, did you know Sam Sneed? I knew it was a pretty damn good golfer. Well, who fucking cares? I bet you Sam Sneed was an <laughs> asshole. What if he was a real jerk off? Okay, he was then, the tiger of prior. Yeah. What? What? what you know, what What if this guy just turned out to be like a real, you know, uh, like Ray Carruth type character who just is, you know, murdering people like behind people's backs and was just All a real shady awesome. character. All the more awesome. I mean, yeah. Do you really want to take his take his opinion? I mean, <laughs> you don't know Sam. I don't know Sam Snead. I, I, I can't trust his opinion. That seems seems ludicrous. On that oh, note, well, on that note. Good ending. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back hopefully soon. Mark. Bradley. Cheers, buddy. Plenty. Thank you Better very pleasure. much, guys. You, buddy. This was a ton of fun. I really appreciate you guys coming in. Hopefully, we'll, uh, we'll do it again soon, huh? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Goodbye, everybody.